Sunny's Monday Motivation on Loud Mouth Radio is a series of compilations of speech, audio clips, and inspirational motivational messages for all who choose to actively engage and listen to the content provided. It is my hope that the information shared will provide his listening ears a true glimmer of strength, light, and confidence within to hopefully give you more aspects to believe in yourself to be everything you ever imagined. What you believe about religion, philosophy, science, people, things, all these beliefs color your life. But what you believe about yourself is most important of all because you can never be anyone else but yourself. And what you believe about everything else is closely related to what you believe about yourself. I am the greatest that has ever done this. Not because I'm comparing myself to them, but ain't nobody like me. I am. And your problem is you hadn't got to the I am yet. When I left home and said, I don't want to be controlled no more. Like, I meant that. Like, I don't want nothing to control me but me. And so I got to put myself under extreme discipline to make sure I'm free. Find out who you are, what your gift is, what you love. Like, eat what you like to eat. Go where you like to go. Like, be you. Need motivation? Watch your top 10 of Believe Nation. What's up, it's Evan. My one word is believe, and I believe in you. I believe you have an amazing gift inside you that I want to see explode out onto the world. So let's get your motivation to a 10 and get you believing in you. Grab a snack and chew on today's lessons from a man who went from dropping out of high school and being homeless on the streets of Detroit to being one of the best and most well-known motivational speakers on the planet. He's Eric Thomas, and here's my take on his top 10 rules of success Volume 4. Enjoy! Alright, let's kick things off with rule number one, my personal favorite, believe. I am. I am. Come on, I am. I am. Come on, I am an entrepreneur. I am. Yeah, you can clap if you want to. I am. I am. Come on, I am. I am. Come on. I will never search for wealth. I will procure it. For I am. I am an entrepreneur. Listen to me. Listen to me. Don't say that. Don't say that. Don't say that. I am wealth. Therefore, I will not search for what I already am. I will not search for what's already inside of me. I am success. I can. I will. I must break all barriers on my way, on my journey to wealth and success. I must break all barriers, not most, not most, all barriers. Everything that's before my mama, my daddy, all barriers, my past. I am, I am the greatest that has ever done this. Not because I'm comparing myself to them, but ain't nobody like me. I am. And your problem is you hadn't got to the I am yet. You hadn't even bought into it. And what I want to do before you leave is buy into it 120%. That's why you follow me. That's why you watch me. Because when I get up and talk, it's 120%. When I talk, you don't feel like he might not believe what he's saying. You don't, you don't listen to me in the morning when you're on that treadmill because you think I kind of think I know what I'm talking about. You are 100% clear like, yo, E, E got some confidence. Like, E walking with another spirit. Like, E on something different. What is he on? I woke up one day when America said I can't wear a hat and shoes, and I just had to say, I am. You're trying to get information first. You reading books. You had not convinced you that you should be doing this. You haven't convinced you that you need to put the money in so you can get where you're trying to get to. You don't believe that you are. And the very first thing the creator said was, tell him I am. Rule number two, surround yourself with the greats. 
I gotta take y'all back. Somebody show them real quick. Lion and Gazelle. Rawr. Right? Y'all know I'm on that Lion and Gazelle. Boy, the Lion is the king of the jungle. But I gotta be honest with you guys. I gotta tell you the truth, right? In actuality, the tiger should be. Yep, the tiger should be the king of the jungle, y'all. And I'm just gonna break down how I got to where I am and how I'm about to get to where I wanna go. So the tiger, ET, what do you mean by that? Well, do your homework. In terms of pound for pound, imano imano, the tiger is ferocious. The tiger can take out the lion. Now go back and look at the tiger. I'm talking about structurally massive. When you look at a tiger, you don't see nothing but, I'm talking about muscle. That's all you see. I'm talking about muscle. But guess what? Even though a tiger probably could beat a lion one-on-one, imano imano, you know what the problem is? The reason why the lion is the king of the jungle is not because he's stronger, but he's, he's the king of the jungle because some call him pride. Watch this. Tigers run alone. And even though they're ferocious, they don't run in a pride. They're by themselves, right? And that's some of you right now. You sweet. I'm not going to lie. You sweet. But you will be your same sweet for the rest of your life because you're by yourself. You are alone. You're not with a pride. And that's the problem with some of you. You're a tiger. You're a tiger all day. We're we, we, we not debating how sweet you are. We're not debating how skilled you are. We're not debating you the one. But the problem is you run alone, right? You do everything by yourself. You do everything alone. And, and, and you're, you, you're only as strong as you can be by yourself. Look, I'm on that Voltron boy. I'm on that Voltron boy that when we come together, we can do more together than I can do alone. Oh, it's your boy E.T. Come on, Sam. It ain't going to be easy to do what I'm telling you to do, but you have what it takes to surround yourself with other greats, to get in a community where you're not the best of the best, but to get in a community where other people can stretch you, save you, and support you, right? And lift you up. Rule number three, discipline yourself. And so I was like, yo, E, you gotta discipline yourself. I started looking at Mother Teresa, um, Gandhi, and I was like, yo, bro, Gandhi would go fast from sex, and he was married. He would fast from talking, you know, I just started watching these great people and was like, yo, these people fast and not about fasting. Like, that's not the piece, but they were very disciplined people mm-hmm. and they would not allow their exterior world to dominate or destroy their internal world. I just like, yo, I want to get to a place where I can control me. My family members have grown. I lost an uncle who cirrhosis of the liver. Brilliant man, but just drinking, drinking, drinking. And I was like, yo, I do not want to. My father was a substance abuser for years. I was like, yo, I don't want a life where something else is controlling me. Mm-hmm. You know, like for real, when I left home and said, I don't want to be controlled no more. Like I meant that. Like I don't want nothing to control me but me. And so I got to put myself under extreme discipline to make sure I'm free. So when people see me, you get up at three, you don't drink, you don't smoke. I'm not doing that because I think I'm better than nobody else. Or I think you're going to go to hell because you had a drink. I just want, I want to control. I want freedom. And for me, disciplining myself means more freedom. And the less I, you discipline yourself, people who, uh, and I, I told my son the other day, I was like, yo, son, I don't not want you to have fun. I've just seen a history of people who just have fun. Christmas, Thanksgiving, Halloween, New Year. Yeah. They're the people who- Thursday up, night, oh, Friday night. Oh man, every night. Yeah. They're the people who end up in their 20s having a 
great deal of fun, but in their 40s and 50s, they working for somebody, um, um, and I'm not saying nothing wrong with cleaning toilets, but they doing something they don't want to do yeah. for the rest of their life, and they can't retire because yeah. they played so much. Yeah. You know, so for me, I just look at Venus and Serena, Michael Jackson, when he used to, like, five and six, just dancing all night. I just think the more a man discipline himself, the greater, it don't mean it's going to happen, but the greater the probability that he has this sense of freedom. Rule number four, find your inner drive. What makes Brady want to win a fifth? What makes Jordan... At 39. At 39. What makes Jordan say, okay, I got four? Like, it's not even a new season. He said, we gonna buy, we got to get the fifth one. What makes Serena get 23 and still going? Like, what makes Venus, who was sick and mm-hmm. should have been gone, and now she's 36 years old, what makes her fight to get to the Australian Open? And I'm telling you, it's, it's not the money, the network. It's not, you know, the vision board. It's, I believe, for those of us who are where we are, it's something within you know, and, and you can't go buy that. You know, I can't give it to you. Lewis can't. Like, you've got to go within and find that mm-hmm. and pull that stuff out. Rule number five, have wild thoughts. This is what I want y'all to do tonight. Tonight, I want to go, I want to go somewhere because I told you, you know, like, I don't know if you, maybe because you're a human and you've gotten so accustomed to human that maybe you don't know what you're capable of doing as a human, right? Anybody get a new phone and when you get a new phone, but the iPhone 7, 8, right? The iPhone or you went to the Galaxy. When you get that uh, Christmas or you get that gadget, when you first open up that gadget, what are, you, what are you happy about? What it can do, all the stuff it can do, right? If you like a geek, I'm not a geek, right? But I imagine if you're a geek, you're going through like, I only use the stuff I need. Like I'm not really interested in the other stuff, right? But the geeks know everything it can do. Listen to me very closely. I believe that some of us have gotten so caught up with school and work, you forgot what you could do as a human. Like, for real, you just forgot. Like, you so caught up on life and problems. You so caught up on paying bills. You forgot you human. You forgot you the one made up the phone. You made up the TV. You made up cars. You made up flying. Like, they're human. We flying. A hundred years ago, if they would have told me I could, like, we could fly to Australia and watch TV. We watching TV, y'all. We watching TV on the way to Australia. This is, this is what happens when you have wild thoughts. And that's what I want to talk about tonight. Like wild thoughts. Like wild thoughts. Like, like I don't want you to be in school for grades. Because I told y'all, we, we passed that. And that's why school is so hard for some of you. That's why life is so hard for some of you. Because that's all you're doing is life. You don't have no wild thoughts no more. You don't dream crazy no more. You kind of settled into like whatever little life they gave you. Whatever paycheck they gave you. Whatever they told you to do for 40 hours. Like you locked in on that. And I just want you to do yourself a favor. Maybe the weekend when you're not busy, I just want you to start touching the buttons and see what you're capable of. I want you to get out of the average thinking. I, and, and look, I, I, let me, okay, I'm going to give you a secret. I want you to start having wild thoughts because here's the deal. If you have wild thoughts and they don't work out, you can always go back to average thoughts. There's a whole bunch of people waiting for you when you come back. <laughs> I promise you, they waiting. <laughs> average is going to be there. So just do me a favor. Just start thinking crazy and wild. I want to own multiple homes and multiple cars. And I want to have that non-profit. And I want to have that profit. And I want to be able to travel the world. I want whatever. Okay, raise your hand if I'm telling the truth. You are crazy, stupid, talented. You know you are. But you get stuck on average not using your full potential. Let me see your hand. Just some stuff you know you could be doing that you ain't doing. Let me see your hand. You know you could be doing it. Hands down. Listen to me real quick. Eric Thomas. I don't really know who I am, but you're here tonight, right? So I'm telling you, I'm giving you full permission to start having wildest dreams to be yourself. I'm giving you permission. Stop waiting on people. It's the 
the weirdest thing. I meet some of the most talented, smartest people in the world who stuck because they waiting for permission. I give you permission. I give you permission to be yourself. Like, I, I'm giving, and why, why do I have the authority? Because I'm myself. I, I'm, full, I'm in full Eric Thomas permission. I ain't asked no other motivational speaker, was it all right to go hip hop? I'm just doing what I know I've been called to do, unapologetically. I want to make sure I say that. I didn't even know if I could say it. I just tried to see if I could say it. <laughs> it was in my head. I was like, can I say that word? I just said it. It came out. You don't have to apologize to anybody to be great. You don't owe it to anybody else to play little no more. Come on. Don't play little no more. Like you don't want your brother to feel bad or you don't want your cousin to look. You have full permission. You don't want your parents to think you a know-it-all. You have full permission to be your greatness right now. You have full permission to be your greatness. Whoever, whatever your greatness is, you have full permission to be that right this second. Rule number six, focus on your losses. So I need y'all to do me a favor, for real. Listen to me very closely. I'm going to show you how to be successful. You have to understand that your losses, and this is why I want you to look at them every day, because your losses fuel you in a way, the way that your winning can never fuel you. When you take an L, <laughs> you, take a, you take the right L, you like, I'm gonna be very cautious on that next move I make, if you're smart. So number one, every single day, I want you to go to bed at night, stop playing games, and be honest about the wins and the losses. So I always remember where I came from. I remember all the L's I took. Because when you forget the L's, that's when you like, you big and bad. I remember. Those are the ones, man. Those are the ones that humble me. Those are the ones that when I get on stage and it's 10,000 people, and I think about what I did to my mom and my, my father who raised me, I think about the, how I disappointed myself. I think about disappointing my wife. I think about disappointing my kids. Like I got a story with my daughter where, you know what I'm saying, I disciplined my daughter about three years ago. And um, I don't know that I wish I could get it back, but I wish I could get the experience back because it, it, because it was one of those things where for a year or so, you could tell she was like, yo, I can't believe you. And I was just like, man, that was a loss for me. And it took us a while to repair our relationship. I took a loss. So when I think about those losses, it humbles me and I can't be like floating with the smoke at the event, you know what I'm saying? Smoke at the event, the music is playing, and the dude, uh, Mr. Uh, coming from Lansing, Michigan, Dr. Eric, the number one motivation speaker in the world. I don't run out like, I run out like, man, I hope me and my daughter can get out. Man, I hope that don't kill us. I hope she don't take that into her relationship with her husband. Man, me and my son, man, I should have, ah, okay, ah. My wife, ah, E.T., you let yourself, ah. When I'm running on stage, I'm running on stage with the losses. I'm trying to help somebody out. You wonder why you can't get to the next level. You're not humble enough to get to the next level. You focus on your wins and not your losses. I need you to switch that. Rule number seven, take small steps. Small steps, great distances. You heard what I said. I'm going to say it slower because I need you to embrace it and feel it. And this is about to take us to a whole other level, y'all. Look, I'm gonna say it again, I'm gonna say it slow. This year, <laughs> this year, we're gonna take small steps, but we will eventually get great distances. Small steps, great distances. Are you hearing what I'm telling you? Small steps, great distances. So I'm gonna give you four principles for the next 90 days. This is what we own for the next 90 days. Listen to me, principle number one. We're gonna start with the minuscule. <laughs> Hi, are you hearing me? 
Put my steps up there, Carl. Put my steps up. I need to see them. We're going to literally do small steps together, right? So every day, get your Fitbit, get your phone, and we're literally going to take steps together. Small steps, not big steps. And then I'm going to keep my phone with me, and as I travel to the world, I'm going to give you principles throughout the week so we can make it happen. Minuscule first, all right? That, that's, that's the stuff you're doing, small, small steps. Steps that we're going to do together that you're not even going, nobody's going, <laughs> you're going to do some stuff with your boy E.T. Nobody's even going to know you're doing it, right? But that's where we're going to start. That's like the GED, right? Minuscule. No, I didn't have a graduation. I didn't march across the stage. A whole lot of people didn't come and see your boy when I got the GED. The GED was something that they put in the mail and it came to my crib, right? We didn't do no celebration, but it was that minuscule. It was that small thing that I did that he Eventually kept your boy E.T. in the game, all right? Then mediocre, right? That's like below average. That ain't even deep. Me getting to college took me 12 years to get a four-year degree. Mediocre, guys. That wasn't even average. Like 12 years, that ain't even average. But that 12 years, getting that, getting that degree in 12 years still kept me in the game. Yep, yep. And then the measurable. Yep, that's the stuff you should be doing, right? Then, yep, then I got the master's degree. Yep, the measurable. We're going to work on the measurable. We're taking our time. Minuscule. Mediocre. We, some of y'all are trying to go straight to measurable, straight off the cuff. And then we go going to miracle. <laughs> we're going to get to miracle territory, baby. That's the PhD. That's the book. That's being number, one of the number one motivational speakers in the world. And where did it start? It started with the minuscule. So you're doing too much. You're doing absolutely too much. And we're going to take our time. Small steps. Small steps. Great distances. Rule number eight, hold your own weight. I need you to be honest. Do an honest assessment. I want you to write down what it is you're trying to do. And I need you to be very honest about where you are in terms of what you're trying to do. Like, where are you? So for those of you who, like, I want to be a millionaire, I just need you to really be, like, think through where are you financially? Like, in terms of financial literacy, where are you? In terms of financial discipline, where are you? And in your past, where are you? Do you spend money you don't have? So I heard somebody say this the other day, I thought it was funny, right? Somebody was talking about, and that, this, I'm talking about mentality, I need y'all to hear me. Can you, can you lift your own weight, right? Can you lift your own weight? So somebody was saying like, yo, I don't know why y'all on the phone all proud of the fact that you could change your own oil. Like, why would you want to change your oil anyway if that's not your job, right? And somebody was like, well, I save $140. And he like, save $140? But what if you make $250 an hour? No, hear what I'm saying. Why would you change your own oil to save $140 when it took you three hours to do it? And somebody like, yo, so you said you always, and I said, look, let me jump in. Like, I ain't trying to be disrespectful, but first of all, I didn't go to school to change oil. <laughs> that ain't my job. That's somebody else's job. Let my man do his job. Somebody else said that when he changed your oil because he went to school, there's some other stuff under the engine that he see that you don't see when you change your oil. So while you saved $140, you missed something else that he would help you catch so that the life of your car. So you changed your oil, but you didn't notice the three or four other things that was missing. I said, look, let's not talk about you saving 140. Here's the challenge. You can't pull your own weight. The challenge is you shouldn't have a car that costs you $140 to change the oil when you ain't got $140 to change the oil. You shouldn't have that car in the first place. 
Why do you have a vehicle that your oil costs 140 and you can't afford it? Why would you buy something that you got to change the oil? That's not your job. And you know why you're doing it? Because it's no longer a car to you. Now it's a status symbol. And so we're dealing with something deeper. You can't hold your own weight. You bought something you can't afford. Why? The deeper issue is because you got a self-esteem problem. And so you got shortcuts. So you drive a car to make it look like you somewhere you are. But when you actually there, you ain't got to have a car that look like you there because you there. No, hear what I just said. When you're there, you don't have to look like you there because you there. But when you're not there, you can't pick your own weight up. You have to do stuff. And now you didn't messed up your whole credit because you bought a car so that people can think you somewhere that you're not. And you've destroyed your whole future. That if you could hold your own weight, you could drive around in the Ford Fusion and be, I'm talking about comfort, like, like a Range Rover. You're getting out that joint like a Range Rover. You getting out the Ford Fusion like what? Like you in a 745 LI, like what? Why? Because you ready. Are you hearing me? You ready? Rule number nine, be you. Be true to yourself. You know, you know, especially being in, in LA, you know, it's so mm-hmm. superficial. You know, some people can be so superficial, you know. There's no depth, you know, it's so dense, you know. And so I would say, you know, to your own self, be true. Find out who you are, what your gift is, what you love. Like, eat what you like to eat. Go where you like to go. Like, be you. And you'll find out that when you're you, you will attract you. You know, you will attract all the happiness, the wealth that you can by being you. But if you're fake, you know, you can't do it. And rule number 10, the last one before some very special bonus clips is push your way to success. Let's go to this last one real quick. I got a message from a kid today. I want you to read it. Hey, E.T., this is what he texts me. How, do you, how have you balanced school and state with a routine? You came to my school. I've re-listened to your speech, but I'm struggling in school and working at the same time. I have to stay working to pay bills. I go to tutoring. I hold a lot of scholarships that I have to maintain. Therefore, it usually means meetings and extracurriculum stuff. I'm struggling, man. So he asked me, E.T., what should I do? I said, what year are you? He said, I'm a junior. I got a year and a half to go. I said, keep struggling. What you want me to tell you? (laughs) What you want me to tell you? Stop, quit, give up? Okay, on the next one he said, E, I had a meltdown in class. My teacher pulled me to the side. I said, you might have a couple more before success. It's a part of the game. You can't be successful without some meltdowns. Struggle for another year and a half and be free for the rest of your life. Or you can say, I'm tired of struggling and stop struggling and struggle for the next 20, 30 years. Press past it. Come on, press past it. Stop whining and crying and give it up. Press past it. It's going to hurt. Yes. Ask any mother that's had a child. It's probably feel like they're going to die. But guess what? They get through it. And on the other side, when that child comes out, they forget all about the pain. Your dream counting on you. Push. Ain't nobody about to give you no cookies and ice cream. Push. It's alive. It's inside. How do you know you feel it? You dream about it. You eat and sleep it every day. When people talk to you, tell them, this is what I'm going to do. So push. Just push past the play. Push. Don't quit. Don't get Push. And you push your way to success. You push yourself to that 4.0. You push yourself to that scholarship. You push yourself to the next level. Now I've got two very special ET bonus clips around working while you wait and going and getting it. But before that, I want to know, what did you learn? 
Eric has so many pearls of wisdom. Hopefully you learned something that you're going to apply to your life or to your business. Share it down in the comments below. I'm really curious to find out. Thank you guys so much for watching. I believe in you. I hope you continue to believe in yourself and whatever your one word is. Much love. See you soon and enjoy the bonus clips. Work while you wait. Yup, I said it. For real, for real. You don't know how long it's going to take, right? But, but, but if you stop now, if you quit now, the one thing I can tell you is for certain it's never going to happen. So the first thing I need you to do is like you cannot stop. Like you, 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 you. Okay, all right. Rest if you must. But you cannot stop and, 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 and question life. Like you cannot stop and, and, and question your circumstance and situation so much so that while you could be working, while you could be further along the road, less travel, you sitting there uh, uh, contemplating, like you're sitting there moaning about it. You're sitting there complaining about it. And I get it. I'm not minimizing your struggle. I get it. I understand. But you got to you got to work. You got to work because what, hap what happens if you wake up 30 days later and you there? What happens if you wake up 60 days later and the change is coming? You know what's going to happen? You're going to wake up 60 days later, 90 days later, and everything's going to change but you. And you're going to get the same results you got before it happened because you're the exact same person. So work. Work while you wait. When I was growing up, it was a long, long time ago, but when we used to fight, we used to get in a circle. <laughs> we'd get in a circle. And then two people would get in the middle. And then you'd fight, right? And I got smart, because I ain't really like to fight. So I got smart. And I started telling guys who said they wanted to fight me, I'd say, look, let's do this. Let's not fight in front of nobody. If you really want to fight, let's go in the back, just me and you. Like, I don't know why you clowning in front of everybody, why you got to try to be the big man. Let's just me and you go to the back, and let's just fight. And don't nobody got, if you really want to fight. And I learned, E.T., if you want to get out of fights in the D, the more you run, the more they going to want to fight you. But the more you step up and say, yo, you want, you. so I'm telling you in life, you start running from a class, you start running from a subject that you don't like, it will haunt you for the rest of your natural life. It ain't going nowhere. But if you go after the fight, if you approach the challenge, you have a much ch better chance of winning. Yeah, those of you who are, you, you, you are, you're like those dogs. You have the potential. You could possibly take him down. You kind of, you kind of, you know, like, I think I can get him. I think, I'm not sure. I think I can. And then you watch the pit bull come. When the pit bull came, notice it was no, the first, the dogs hitting the back, they get the tail. They going on the side. They going, coming, confront. When the pit bull came, he just came right, boom. Boom, came right to the face. Boom. And so I'm challenging you before you leave. It's going to be a fight. You can't keep doing this for maybe your freshman year, maybe your sophomore year, but at some point, you got to go take the life out of it. At some point, you just got to, I was on the, took me 12 years to get the four-year degree. And in the master's, I was like, and somebody said, get the PhD. And I was like, no. And it was like, come on, E, get the PhD. And when I just started going after life and taking it by its throat, not getting to the, some of y'all get to the line. They got to the dog. The dogs got to the wild boy. They got to you get you get real close. The pit bulls was like in game. They started with the end game. There wasn't no going back and forth. They came in, boom. And all that time he was standing up. All that time he was chasing. But when the pit bull came and boom, locked down. You got to take that thing out. Like you got to take the breath out. So some of y'all are afraid of math. Go after it.
Go get it. Don't run from it no more. Go get it.